Sounds like your dog, right? When you're trying to get intimate. <laughs> you know what? That is the unique sound a dog makes when they're doing that to themselves. Hey, all I got to freaking say is my dog's breed just won the Westminster Dog Show. Ooh. Well, part of her breed. I was about to say. that How wasn't that a, happen? It's the Bichon part of the Malty Sean. <laughs> the Sean of Lulu won. The Sean. And did you see how the crowd, how the crowd reacted? They were like legit pissed because the pug didn't win. Pugs I love, although they're it's so it's so cruel to breed pugs because they can't even freaking breathe. They're like, <laughs> help me. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B Tech Smith and Steve Mex. B Tech Smith and Steve Mex, you are now entering the Megacast. The Megacast. <laughs> What up, Steve? What's up? Julian? Peace. <laughs> I want to be all-inclusive. <laughs> Welcome back to the Megacast. We were off last week. We were. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had meetings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I always have meetings. Yeah, meetings. Meetings. Meetings are fun. Meetings, meetings. Meetings about meetings. And then we have meetings to talk about the meeting that we just had. It's always a good time. It was yeah, an back, all-day meeting affair. Back in the day, it used to be memos about the memo. Now it's meetings about the meetings. It really is, dude. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. We need to have a meeting to talk about the meeting that we're about to have in 30 minutes. I don't know. We should probably have a meeting to see if we can eliminate the meetings. I think I would love to have a meeting about that, but we need to set up a meeting to talk about all that. Are you guys free on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Except meetings. for when I'm in meetings. <laughs> I always joke with our boss Dave, and he's the same way. He's like, I, life would be much better without meetings, but that's all we got. <laughs> yeah. Then we have a meeting to figure out why why people hate meetings. Like, then we need to have an offline conversation about that meeting. Yeah, and then we'll circle back. Right. Don't you love how they say offline when really you're just communicating via email and you're online doing that? Yeah. Let's let's talk about this offline. It's like, and then I am me. Come on. I like all those catchphrases, it's, it's, but it's all got to be organic in order for us to have these meetings. I, you know what? I'll be dead honest with you. I'm amazed how many things in the corporate world now come from honestly, like Burning Man in the counting in the counterculture. Wait, are you serious? I'm dead serious. Give me, give Tell me, us. An yeah, example. Well, every time I hear a corporate person talk about FOMO, I want to puke. <laughs> oh, because that's a Burning Man. Oh. Yeah. There's a few of them. They're missing out? Yeah, yeah. That just like, and now like they, I'll tell you, the other one, I can deal with it now is people kind of backed off it, but like swag drove drove me crazy forever. That's a Burning Man thing. No, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just, okay. the FOMO was an easy one to use. I'm just saying there's these little like phrases that like people pick up on. Like I like to say talk it spicy or whatever, but that'll be like the next one. (laughs) For like talking ass. They do hijack <laughs> phrases and make them thoroughly uninteresting. Like once oh, they yeah. are over market it, market them, it's like you have a tech corporation. It's like, oh yeah, check out this unicorn of a. I'm like, everyone's using the word unicorn yes. now. No one gives a rat's ass about unicorns. Yeah, I mean, you know? what? Ten years ago, we didn't care about the the breed that is a unicorn. Yeah, yeah it would have been a didn't. colorful description. Right. It was Neil Patrick Harris. He's the first to care, and it took him taking MDMA while going to uh, White Castle in order for us to care about unicorns. Yeah. Burgers. Now they're ruined forever. <laughs> no, Thank you, corporations. Yeah, like, you see some of that <laughs> stuff in, everything. in commercials, and it's like, dude, that is the complete opposite of what that stuff is for. Uh, well, that's the organic one. The organic one drives me nuts. It's like my biggest pet peeve when you're in like a meeting, and they're like, we need to do this, and it has to be organic. I'm like, well, the fact that we're having a meeting to talk about how we need to make it organic means it's never going to be organic. Yeah, or like, do it the way you did it last time. It sounded so organic. Well, because it was. (laughs) What they mean is impromptu. That's what they mean. They mean kind of like, the spirit moves you. But that that word's not nearly as cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I also say, it's like, as soon as you see a t-shirt that says that phrase, like sold at Nordstrom or Target or wherever, that's when you realize, okay, it's jumped the shark. It's over. Yeah. I propose a new word for organic, and we can use holistic. Oh, Let's make it holistic. Holistic medicine? We should start holistically. <laughs> we'll start it at the strip club. No, that's <laughs> that's pretty sorry. holistic that was, that of was, you. That was rude. No, that's all natural of you. They're in their natural outfits. That's right. There are some clubs that are okay Super with organic that. clothing over at those strip clubs. Very I have, organic. I have to say, one of the best strip clubs I've ever been to is a vegan strip club. Uh, <laughs> why? Because they're all tiny and <laughs> No, it's just fun. What's it, Cassidy Alba? Did you say vegan strip club? Yes. I didn't know it was vegan, are, but it's awesome. That exists? It's important. Can someone explain this to me? I well, they just I want a bacon strip club. <laughs> well, no, because they already have that. <laughs> That's everywhere. That's the Acropolis. <laughs> yeah, so the Acropolis in, in Portland is famous for their steaks, right? 
Okay. Do you not know this? No. Remember, I'm kind of new to this side. All right. Right? So Portland has an amazing strip club scene. And like, it's like, there's so many of them. I want to say there's more per capita than almost like any other city. To put it in perspective, I had no idea about Portland strip club scene until I read an interview with Marilyn Manson. And he said the best strip club in the entire world is the Acropolis in Portland. That makes no sense to me. And the guy that owns the Acropolis apparently has like his own like head of cattle or whatever. He's a butcher. Yeah, like yeah. I've So had, you weren't I've kidding a... about the bacon part. No, I had a bacon wrapped sirloin there once on a bachelor party and it was delicious. Wow. Like he he slaughters and cooks and does all that fun stuff on uh, as another job. And that's why when you go to the Acropolis, the meat is like, to get a steak dinner is like five bucks. Yeah, it's wow. awesome. I bet it's not organic. It's holistic. So, <laughs> all right. So then there's this other place, Casa Diablo, that opened up and they're like, our menu's all vegan. <laughs> That's no fun if you want a sausagey strip club, if you know what I'm saying. You know? I, I hear you. That's but, what I want. But Cassidy, I mean, was, I want we had sausage-y. so much fun in there. Dude, I, hear, I don't care if it's vegan or not. I, I have only heard stories about Cassidy Diablo. I've heard, it's impossible sometimes to get into the club because it's just like so a line out the door because the place is so packed. It's crazy. And then they opened. All right, listen, I know way too much about this. No, I want to know more. So then Casa Diablo was always far away. They better have guys up there doing strip stuff. Casa Diablo was away from the the A-Crop. That's not feminist of them to not have guys. Casa Diablo (laughs) 2 opened up right next to the A-Crop. So now there's like a war between the vegans and the meat eaters. What? There's a Casa Diablo 2? 2. Oh my gosh, this is so awesome. And hence why Portland is the strip club capital of the world. But we don't have our male, like, you know, performers, right? Or, Or are they? Are they there? Because no. if they're there, I should probably go. No, but... You know, oh, yeah, yeah, they're there. Because I'm not yeah. interested in women, as you all know. You know, I mean, no, there's tons you of, can be interested in women. It's like every other dude <laughs> goes up on stage and dances. It's just sometimes they don't show up, so Like, show me some Chippendales without the, the, the clothing, you know? What is it, the Thunder from Thunder. Down Under? Thunder from yeah, Down Under. That's, that's actually... Yeah, the guy, I think the guys are better looking in that show. And then... Uh, have I seen Chippendales? No. No, I have not seen Chippendales. Chippendales just seems dated. It's like going to the it Playboy is, Club. <laughs> Excuse <Yeah>. you. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. oh! Damn, don't worry. Sorry. I, I, it's not like I worked there. For those that was before I was home, born. Juliet Frette is a former playmate or a current. Play- She's always going to be a playmate forever. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. I appreciate. Now back it. to the show. Now that I look like a bowling ball, it's it's good to be appreciated. <laughs> oh, before we get to anything, I think uh, Ted, are you gonna? Uh, you, I thought you had a bone to pick. Bone to pick. Oh, yeah. So I have another friend that's pregnant. Oh, good. <laughs> Let's we were, talk. We were hanging out. For those playing at home, Juliet is the pregnant playmate. Third trimester, y'all. So I asked her if she had one of those belts you were wearing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The belly bands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, why do you know that? And I was like, ha! I know I know too much. Ha! And I told Juliet, I don't want to know, but now I know. <laughs> See? I'm spreading wisdom. She's, <laughs> so she thought she, like her secret was out. Like I don't think. No, no, no. She was just like, "Why do you know that? Like, there's no reason for me to know that." Just say, because because I'm like Magneto and and you know the the professor and know everything that's going on. That's cool. Yeah. And speaking of which, I need Drop another that belly nerd band. stuff on me. Yes. <laughs> don't try to endear yourself. I'm not even wearing the... one right now. I'm just wearing loose pants. See. I, oh, nice cargo pants. Yeah. And you're rocking a mega cash shirt, yes. which I think is pretty damn awesome. We right. Probably take. A picture of me before I leave. I keep forgetting yes. to take pictures. We'll, I just... we'll take a team photo. Yeah. Yeah, we need one for the gram. Yes. I haven't grammed in a while. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know what? Because I have a bone to pick with you, Ted. All right. I was, stalking, I was stalking your Instagram page, and I feel very proud. I always say that Ted is my best friend, and I look on Ted's Instagram page, not one picture of me. Dude. Oh, damn, you're right. You it's got, funny. You got a picture of my dog. And I got a picture Whoa. of me at your events. Yes. But no pictures, Steve. no pictures of Steve. No pictures of Steve. So Sounds... somebody says, hey, let me check. They go on Steve's page. Oh, there's plenty of pictures of Steve and Ted. Uh, lots of fun pictures on Instagram. And they're like, well, yeah, T- Steve must be telling the truth that Ted is his best friend. Let me check out Ted's Instagram page. Not a one. I bet you it was just a bunch of you doing duck face selfies, huh? I need to check your Instagram again. No, he's got lots of pictures with lots of other friends. Oh my gosh, you're just doing this, aren't you? Like, look at me. <laughs> it's Instagram. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You like... know what? If you guys need to post an Instagram shot of all of us, just make sure I look hot before you post it. Because <laughs> if I don't fair. look hot, I'm going to be upset. I'll be like, why'd you get my under chin? Why'd you get, like, why do I, why my arms look bigger than I want them to look? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, we'll make no, sure we use the right Just filter. make sure I look irresistibly hot. Oh, Steve's right. Okay. There is a lot of... I thought it was just going to be me. No, ah. I have pictures with other friends, just not... <laughs> Damn. That's fantastic. Well, you know what? You, know, you said you have a picture of my dog. Whoa. <laughs> my dog made the cut. 
You know what? What if it was a what if it was your girlfriend and or your wife, right? Instead, like what if you had a picture of himself and yeah, your my wife, wife would be upset and if not a you. Picture of my girlfriend with him. That would, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. That's right. Yeah, that but would, that be, would funny. be funny. Here you I know, am, actually, I think you should Sid. do that. <laughs> just do it. Be like, you know, just you know, take a picture with this mom. Well, I'm glad fun. we cleared the air and we got through all of our issues that we have with each other. Yeah, yeah. Things are better now. I feel like we could all be friends again. I just feel like I need a picture. Well, need a picture and we'll find a male strip it. club. Male strip club. <laughs> Why don't we get ten? Yeah. Let's get the heart rates and the blood pumping in the brain. Functioning. That's right. All right. This time, you know, it is Valentine's Day. If you're listening when this podcast comes out on a Wednesday, it is. And I figured, what better song since it is the, the winter of biscuit as well? So we're playing nothing but limp biscuit as our push-up music. I figured we'd find a fine uh, romantic song that Fred Durst once wrote about how, uh, well, he had a certain um, infatuation with Britney Spears. All right. And the song is called Eat You Alive. So that'll, that'll be our push-up song. All I, right. I All think right. that's a very sexy song. Oh, it's... Isn't it? It's the one where he likes to sniff her panties. Okay. Nothing I says accept. romance more than no. sniffing pants. panties. Let's get 10 mega he clearly cares about her. <laughs> there we go. Let the mega family know. Pregnant, pumping out ten. That's impressive. Juliet did the push-ups. But but they were, it was it was kind of candy ass because my knees were on the ground. But normally I could do the military push-ups. I just don't want to get you know like that abdominal separation that happens to pregnant women. I don't know if y'all know about that. It's a, it's a weird, creepy thing. No. No. Oh, it's creepy Your as hell. Your abdominal wall separates. Oh, it's well. A lot of women who are probably listening. Some of them might be listening. See, I'm like, when did you guys? <laughs> I actually did it because I can't breathe. So let me do a TED no, talk. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's just I'm just I'm telling you. Do you need a water? No, I'm 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 immortal. I'm just saying, like you know, if you if you're not careful with your like midsection, your abdominals can kind of like open like throughout the down the middle. That's called diastasis recti. So like your internal organs kind of pooch out. Look, it's really funky. A lot of postpartum women deal with that. So I just don't want to you know stress that area too much. Well, after that, I bet the Mega family has the weirdest boner right now. Yeah, I just want to turn you on. Glad, I, glad to know that I turned you on today. I never thought I'd be so in this recovering. position with a playmate. I'm just, you know, I'm just really vain. You know, I'm really vain, so I'm just going to do modified push-ups and I'm still catching my breath, so it's fine. Anyway, go. Ted Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Ah. Uh. <laughs> You know, keep the faith. Whatever that faith is. I don't know. Whatever keeps you happy, stick with that faith. If it's push-ups, if it's the mega cast, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Whew. I don't know. It's been a rough week. Hey, I, I just don't feel like I should be giving people advice right now. I've got, I've got, a, 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 I'll jump in. That a voice right, team. I've got something. I actually Tag wrote in. It down. Tag uh, in. This morning we were having a conversation about sports coats for some reason. I said, I do not own a sports coat. Right? Neither do I. Okay, good. I'm glad. So, because I think we were talking about like going to nice restaurants. I'm like, yeah, I can't go to Canlis because I don't own a, a sports coat. I can't, you would need to wear a sports coat to go there. BJ's getting on my case. Oh, you don't have a sports coat. You're 43 years old. And I'm like, look, I have no need for a sports coat. I don't do anything that requires me. I have a suit. If I ever need to really get dressed up, I have a suit. But otherwise, a dress-up shirt is fine for anything that I'm doing, a wedding or this or that or whatever it may be. So then, of course, the texts come in, and people are mad at me. They're like, I can't. You're 40, bro. Damn it. You should have a sports coat. What about this? What about that? Maybe you should dress up nice for your wife one of these times. I bet she would like that. I'm like, oh, great. You're thinking for my wife. I think she's okay with me. She she decided to be with me because she likes me for who I am. So my Steve talk. No, she does. I'm just. Okay, you're probably right. <laughs> Steve talk. <laughs> don't be offended when people don't like what you don't like. All right. Yeah. Don't be offended when people don't like what you like. That's what I meant. Don't like what you like, like. Hey, I really like these awesome cauliflowers. I don't like those cauliflowers. Well, like, let's just You're say, such a yeah. Like let's just say I'm like I hate cauliflowers. They're the worst. And then someone's like, you know, I like cauliflowers. You suck. Because like wrestling's a good example. I love wrestling. Yeah. I don't get mad when somebody says they don't like wrestling. It's an opinion. It's okay. I'm not telling somebody that if you wear a sports coat, you look like a moron. I just said for me. I don't like wearing a sports can you, coat. Can you describe exactly what a sports coat looks like? Because I just want to make sure I get the right 
image in my head. It's like head. a suit jacket, yeah. but without with like jeans or slack, like or like khakis. Because there's or... nice sports jackets that are like Seattle Seahawks, and I'm thinking those don't look like upscale. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh no, a starter jacket, of course. Is yeah, the way I'm go, like, right? what kind of sports jackets are we talking about? I'm like, okay, yeah, but I'm living under rock here. It's funny how people will get offended because I'm not a fan of something that they're a fan of, or that they or they like to wear a certain thing, and because I'm not a fan of it, they get so butthurt about it. I'm like, dude. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't wear it. I'm not telling you to look bad in it. I'm just saying that that doesn't, that's not my world. Sports coats will never be my world. I am 43. I'll be 57 one day. I'll probably never own a sports coat. Sports coats are stupid for me. Yeah, I'm with you. If I'm going to go to a restaurant like that, I'd probably just wear a suit. Right. I just feel, you know what the worst is? I'm sure I'm going to piss off one of our listeners. Do it. Someone get pissed off right now. Sports coats with a t-shirt. You ever yeah. see that? Where like, oh, luckily that look has gone away. Oh, I but hate it that just look. screams douchebag. Yes, <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure yeah. when you wear a t, yeah. I mean, it does. Like years ago in another city, we <laughs> had a boss that was his only look yeah. every day. It was always like Mickey Mouse underneath. And what kind of a guy was he? Was he a douche? He but, was a very nice guy. Oh, come on, really. I mean, he was nice to me, but he was kind of like the underling. So he was, yeah. So he was a douche. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So it works. It it's makes true, sense. Though. It describes. What do you guys think about? Okay, if we're going to pick on clothing, guys wearing skinny jeans, I can't take it. I just, I can't. So anyone listening okay. to this, I, I, I just, right. I'm, I'm not into it. So let's, let's just let's clarify because I'm going to show you my jeans. Okay. These are considered skinny jeans. I don't view them as. No, no, no. We're talking stuff that okay. looks like leggings. Because like, when you go to Levi's, like this is deemed a skinny jean, like as far as when they describe it. But there's lots of slack on, in there. Mm, yeah, that's that's uh, that looks. No, no, no. You're I think, talking about like ones that look like yoga pants. I yeah, guess. dude. Yeah. I can't take it. I you can't. Can see, you can see. Right. Like, I feel like mine are too baggy. Let's see. I, I, I think those are fine. Those I are perfectly yeah. masculine. But I have I have weekend jeans that are a little bit tighter. I guess. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I, I like a nice I like a nice fitted jean on a man. I'm not saying that. But if you if you're going around like wearing like like leggings and trying to get well my, the the attention of me who likes manly men and that's fine. You know, not everyone likes the manly man look. Other that's people, why she comes on this podcast. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like that look. I like I like very tr- like manly men, and, and there's plenty of women who are not as into that as I am. But like, I, I just I just don't like the skinny jeans on men, and that's probably going to offend some guys that are listening. They're like, I love skinny jeans. I don't feel like we have a market on the skinny jean population. Yeah, I think, I think of a, I don't think we have a, a fan base that's like the skinny jean population. It's very like Capitol Hill hipster type of a, a thing. Well, and here's like, the thing I with can't fashion: even rock it too much. Like you know? some of the fashion stuff, like back in the day, like to me, if you were high fashion. It kind of was a status symbol, right? Because mm-hmm. you had to go to... It cost money. But now you can go to H&M, H&M or whatever. Like, just because you're fashion... Like, I don't know. It's just not the same to me. People are like, well, you got to dress fashionable and this and that. It's like, yeah, man, but I know what you do for a living. Like, you're 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 acting like you're something you're not. Yeah. But also yeah. there's a difference between fashion and trends. And I feel like real fashion transcends like a passing trend. Like, for one thing that I don't like, which I'm actually... Um, more interested in right now just because I'm pregnant. I think these types of clothes are great for pregnant women. Is the empire waist. I've never liked an empire waist. What's an empire waist? That's like where, like, okay, for for women that are listening, they'll know. It's it's where, like, it's kind of fitted up top around the boobs and then it just flows out right under the boobs. So it looks like you got this, you could have this enormous tummy underneath your boobs. So basically it makes everyone look pregnant, right? Oh, like those, like, I thought that was like, like a sun or like a yeah, sun kind like, of dress. So there are dresses like that. There are tops yeah. like that. And I just think it's super unflattering most of the time, unless you're well pregnant like me. I just don't. I mean, then again, I don't like the way I look because I'm rather large busted. So when I wear an empire waist, I just look pregnant all the time, whether or not I'm actually pregnant. Right. So I'm just like, oh, I don't like that look. So so I, I I need to start wearing that. That'd be perfect for me. Yeah. I, I don't like the for me, but some other women can rock it. I feel like it's just <laughs> there's certain things like like skinny jeans. Like I'd have to be like super lean to pull that off most of the time just you know because i just think that skinny jeans are you know even for women are tricky but we're the one thing clothes. i do like i do like that now i can get away with going outside like all day long just as like they're tapered and like the sweatpants look oh, the cool. joggers yeah i love the joggers i probably should stop calling them sweatpants the joggers is like the greatest thing ever and at first i was so reluctant because i always originally thought oh that's just douchebag like 
guy thing. Like, you know, yeah. like you're being overly Euro guy. But like then once and all of my friends had the same opinion. And then once all of us have at some point, like you, like me, a couple of my buddies I, I hang out with, like that do the wrestling stuff, they're like, I didn't want to admit to it, but I really like these joggers. It's very comfortable. Yeah. And and you could get away with walking outside in them because they're yeah. super comfortable. Right. I'm making fun of fashion. I just bought a pair of joggers or sweatpants the other day that have like the, the patches on the knees. Oh. You know what I mean? Like the little ribs. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Look at you. Did you, well, did you guys start going to Lululemon? You going to Lululemon? Is that what you guys are starting to do? Is like shopping That's next. there? That's next. Yeah, I haven't, but my buddy Joe swears by that place. I like it. I He's go there, a big dude, but he loves those pants. I go there to check out the ladies' butts. No, I go there with my wife. She's obsessed with Lululemon. Like so we're going, expensive. Oh my gosh, we're going broke. Ridiculous. It's like ninety bucks. You for, can't walk in there for freaking yoga pants, and then you walk by. I know Target's a different quality, but. Then you see Target's like seventeen ninety nine. You're like, there's a huge difference. Why is there such a big difference? Because Lululemon's just such high quality. And then of course it starts pe- pilling on you. I know you guys know the little fuzzies that get on like clothes. Like, yeah. you guys just spent a hundred bucks. Why is this pilling on me? And you got to get a fabric shaver to get it off. But you get those fancy bags. What fa- fancy bags? The bags that just say Lululemon. Oh right, you can use like oh, lunch bags. Everybody uses those bags. My wife has like a whole closet full of them. I'm, I swear, she could probably put them on eBay and we wouldn't have to work anymore. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I did something rather embarrassing. Mm. All right. Like, extremely embarrassing. And I want to see if you guys have done something similar at some point in your lives as well. Of course All right. we have. I, I bet you have. Juliet, um, please don't answer for me. Okay. When the mega cash returns. Fine. <laughs> okay. Hello, human. My name is Robot. Grace the Australian Robot. And the mega cast is back. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and you don't have a significant other. Or do you? Keep the office busybodies guessing with Hot Boyfriend Bouquets. We'll send a gorgeous flower arrangement to your office from your quote-unquote boyfriend, complete with a romantic note signed by your choice of ruggedly handsome-sounding names, such as Chase, Brock, Stone, Bryce, or Braden. We'll include barely legible handwriting at no charge, so all your co-workers and friends will think that the arrangement was sent by a surgeon, professional athlete, or astronaut. And thanks to our double-encrypted transaction technology, nobody will know you've sent it to yourself. Upgrade to a note written in Arabic, and the office biddies will think you're dating an oil chic. Hot boyfriend bouquets for Valentine's Day. Order today. Ted and Steve might have bad habits. Okay, they do. But that's what makes them awesome. The mega cast will be back. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know how I've talked for a while about the gym guy, the locker guy? Oh, yeah. And I was, Are you familiar ooh, with this? I feel like we talked about this the first time. Yeah, a guy that is obsessed with this certain locker. Like, Dude, it got bad the other day. I talked about it on BJ and Migs, but... Uh, he, I went into the locker room. I opened up the locker. That's the prime locker because it's the locker at the end of the row of lockers. So you don't have anyone next to you. So you have a little bit more space to work with. And I opened it up and there was a towel hanging in there. And I'm like, all right, not using this locker. So clearly somebody's got that towel on there. I didn't know. Or maybe someone's getting the pink slip, whatever it may be. Uh, so I closed it. A major league reference? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> and so then I went to grab another locker. And this guy, the guy, the locker room guy shows up, opens it, and just sighs, like, annoyed, like, oh. And there's another guy in the in the locker room that must work with this locker room guy. And he goes, and I could just hear, like, it was like a conflict in his head, like, who is the son of a bitch that just left the towel in the locker? So he goes, hey, Marty, you think I should just take this this towel out of this locker room or out of this locker? And Marty just kind of like shrugged it off. I think Marty was probably annoyed by this guy as well. Yeah. And I'm like, he's not really. And he legit. And it was a damn towel. He even referred to it as a damn towel. So he felt the towel. And I'm like, dude, a little 
like a little space. Like, relax, man. There's a billion lockers to work with. There's a lot of free lockers. He takes the freaking towel out and takes over the locker. So I'm talking about the story, and I'm describing this guy, and I'm like, because Danny on our show, he also works out at the gym in, in, in our building as well. And I'm trying to explain. I'm like, yeah, it's this one guy. He's super douchey looking, blah, 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 trying to explain it to him. And I just got a text from Danny. And he goes, is this the guy that you didn't hear describing? And I'm like, yep, that's locker room guy. That guy's out of shape. Is he on his phone? Yes. Oh, my God. And he's posing. That's, he's posing. That's he's like posing for you. He probably knew you were taking oh, that he's shot. He's chatting with some other guy. That's all, That guy I like. Him and I have had fun conversations in the locker before. So his lock, locker guy has to be a boss, right? I got to imagine. Because they all seem to humor him, right? Yes. Yeah. So he's got to be the guy in charge. Because everybody stops what they're doing in the gym to have a conversation with him. Like he... He like holds court in the lot in, in the gym, and I'm like, dude, just work out, just work out. Stop walking around and stop getting pissed at people for using the locker that you want. Out in the wild, that guy would have been destroyed by the real alpha male. You know what I mean? Well, you know what I'm saying, dude. That's my point, right? Like, that's I feel that, like as that a guy, guy would be destroyed. Yeah, in yeah. a gym, like generally, I'm only stopping to talk to another dude in the gym if he's just that massive, and I just like a little kid, like. You need this machine? How'd you get so big? You know what I mean? Like, sir, can I feel your muscles? Right, like you'd have to be, let's say you'd have to be like the top alpha dog right, for, for everybody to be like, dude, what's up, bro? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, he's just got to be somebody's boss. He's just like a, like he's like, he's this roly poly guy, like, kind of guy. And there he is getting pissed at people use his locker. Yeah, he's obviously, the, he's in charge. Yeah. He, he's got to be. Because why else? I would be like, dude, stop talking to me. I'm trying to get my workout in. I got to get back to work in, you know, in an hour. So, yeah, it's just it's shocking because I think people forget, you know, that under our clothes, we're, we're just, you know, we're just people. And and, and no, I mean, the fact that he thinks he's better and than everyone is is uh, I mean, and this is another I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of hierarchies in general, especially what this guy probably comes from, which is some corporate hi- hierarchy, which makes him get the sense of entitlement that not only is he the top dog in his office, but he can be this way everywhere else. And it's just like, no. You're you're a guy. You're a guy. You're just a guy right. in a gym, and you know if you w- went and hit on this chick over here, she'd probably like make fun of you. Just like you know, I mean, not to say that women should treat men badly if they hit on them. I think there's respect on both sides. Anyway, I digress. But you know, what I'm saying like he's just a guy. Do we need to send you down to the locker room to make fun of him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at, at upsetting people. If Juliet, y'all... the cooler. <laughs> good at intimidating people. Just saying. All right, so I mentioned I embarrassed myself, and it was just recently, like, as uh, Ted knows, I think you've kind of picked up on it. I've, I've been going to wrestling classes at night, so I go and, and, and do crazy stuff in the ring and learning stuff, and fortunately, I haven't hurt myself recently, Ted, so nice. I'm happy to nice. know that. I've been doing a lot of crazy stuff, and I've been doing it safely, and that's great. One of the drills that we just recently had was you run into the corner, you jump over the rope, you jump back in, you jump over the other side of the rope, you jump back in, you do a roll. Go to the next corner, do that as well. So it's like this crazy, just trying to keep, what he's trying to teach us is ring awareness. Like, okay, you're going to be moving around a lot. So you got to know when to plant on one foot and do this and do that. And it's been really fun. So everyone does it. It's my turn. And I'm doing it. I jump over one, jump over the other. Get over to the side where my trainer guy is. And there's like 11 of us all in line, each person going one at a time. I jump over right in front of him and I just couldn't help it. Just ripped a giant fart. <laughs> Splendid. All of a sudden, I go, rrr, rrr, and I'm like, everyone starts laughing. I'm like, and all I can go is, my bad. And I, I was like, I'm going to keep doing it. I nearly, though, buckled my knee because I was laughing as I'm trying to do a roll. I'm like, I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. So I finished. And he's like, did you have to do it right when you jumped right in front of me, though? I'm like, I had no control over that, man. I've been holding that fart in for the last hour and a half. This exercise is just causing it to happen. But so. I, it was rather embarrassing, even though he's like, look, man, it's going to happen. You can't help it. You can't fight it. This is a physical thing. You can't be holding in a fart while you're trying to hold somebody <gasps> oh in. God, oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You know, I'm just thinking. Um, I'm, I'm sympathizing with you. But I have a feeling, obviously, you know where I'm going. I'm yeah. putting you guys on the spot. Whether it be the last time or when's, when do you have a story of a time where you let one rip and it was the worst possible time and embarrassing as all hell? Oh, Juliet. She's already nodding. Yes, go ahead. I have a newfound respect. You, this you, is bad. You, you are a true member of the mega family this that you're is, not going to act all dainty about gonna this. You're going to cringe. This is not a normal fart. Let's just say this starts with a V and ends with an art. Okay? You know what I'm saying? It's not the right kind of fart. This is a different kind of, this woman's fart. Oh, no. Yes. This is one of those. Want to hear about it? <laughs> I want to know what Ted's writing down. <laughs> because it reminds me of 
I think the most embarrassing story I have okay. about a fart okay. is not me farting, but being with a and ah yeah okay right. so that's your embarrassing so moment I just, too. By the way, we'll just build on I just each wrote other. down lady fart. Lady yeah, fart. this is lady, a lady, lady fart. fart. This is a lady fart. I like to call it vart. Um, <laughs> All my right. my that, boyfriend and hates that's this today's word. episode name is vart. <laughs> vart. vart. <laughs> Isn't it also like rhymes with beef? Isn't that a yeah? And that is that what we're talking about? What was this? Okay. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah, my boyfriend hates the word isn't vart. That, isn't that the word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I say that on the air? I don't know. No. Let's, okay, let's, just no. Like let's go with vart. We're going to say it's a vart. Rhymes with beef. I'm sure I'm sure my boyfriend, otherwise known, will codename Mr. Axe Murderer, hates hearing this word. But okay. All right, hold on one second. Are we now referring to your boyfriend as an axe murderer? Yeah, that's his code name. Yeah. Now I'm completely terrified to Which, meet the which guy. story do you want to hear? <laughs> no, the Vart story. Okay, the Vart story. Let's stay on target. All right. Or Varget. So this happened such a long time ago. All right. This was like when I was a teenager, but it was so bad that it reverberates in my memory to this day. So I um, was a rather, let's say, virgin-esque teenager. Believe it or not, I was a virgin-esque teenager. And virgin-esque. I was Virgin-esque. Virgin. No, yeah. Okay. And so I was. It puts the S. <laughs> no, this is this is important. <laughs> so I'm in. I went. I, I tried to you know tried out a gym in my um, town, and it was just kind of like. A, and I went to this yoga class filled with um, older women, and it was just quiet, like just so quiet. And um, I don't even think there was music playing. No, nothing zen. And we were doing some kind of weird, like, put your feet over your head, kind of your butts in the air kind of situation. And somehow, and this has never happened in my life before, so I'd never had a frame of reference for what this would feel like or sound like or, yeah. Uh, so somehow air got, got like, and I didn't know that air had gotten in mm-hmm. to my body, <laughs> right? And so, what kind of high-powered fans were they using? Yeah, I don't know. I just, but it was. I was in one of those weird little kind of put, you know, like contortionist positions. And then I got out of this position, and it was like a whoopee cushion. It was like, like so loud. loud. Oh my god! And it would, and it wouldn't stop. It just kept like it kept tooting and tooting and tooting. And it was just me, no one else, and everyone knew it was me. And and I was just I didn't know what to, I was like hey that wasn't actually a fart I don't know what was worse you know like saying I didn't actually let out a fart I let out something else you know jokes on you people that wasn't yes. a fart that was a fart <laughs> even you know and then I like I never I never showed my face there again you know oh, I just never that went. bad well I just well I had a temporary membership anyway I think I was seventeen you know. Mm-hmm. But but it was just this thing where it's like I just my little young naive self have never had this happen, you know, never had this air bubble situation. So yeah, yeah, that's, that was that's, that's why my wife won't take me to any of her yoga classes. Not that I would vart; that would be weird. That that would make things weird in the bed. But it's because she's <laughs> like it, you knowing you the positions that we're in, you can't control it. And sometimes people do fart in yoga class. I've never heard anyone even a fart. Fart louder than my vart ever, Damn. ever in my life. Like it was bad. It was wow. just like a freaking bullhorn. Did everyone look at you? I think people were too ashamed to look at me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just that. I wouldn't look. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know because I wouldn't look anyone in the eye. You know, I wouldn't look anyone in the eye. All right. So what's your story, Ted? All right. Well, so now imagine. <clears throat> what was I? Twenty five, twenty six. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. But I. Full disclosure, was a virgin until then. So I get this girlfriend, we're having sex, I find my new favorite position. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, were the, you living out here? Yes. I didn't know you were a virgin when you came out here. Yeah, I don't think I told a ton of people. No, I mean, okay, yeah. Kind of makes a little more sense now with some of that person. It's like, someone, please, was, I'm was, a virgin and new to Seattle. I was 19, and you got a bunch of, you go like to Cap Hill for that and get a lot of attention from men when you say that. Anyway, continue. So, hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> ironically, I was living on Capitol Hill. <laughs> so, this is probably like the third or fourth date, right? Like, so we're having sex. You know, you're having sex like twice a night. So, after we have sex, like that sound comes out, and I lean over and go, oh, honey, you don't have to worry. You can always fart in front of me. Oh, no. And she goes, what are you talking about? She goes, you know, that wasn't a fart, right? Ha. And I like laugh like, okay, (laughs) like I don't care. And she's like, do you, 
do you understand how this works for a woman? Like, what? I had, I had no idea. But I was so like, you can fart in front of me. And she's just like, you idiot. I was like, look, I'm, I'm a sensitive new age kind of guy. Yeah. We're in the 2000s. You don't need to be embarrassed about that, sweetheart. You try to go get her a baby wipe and everything to help her clean up. And then it's oh like, gosh. no. Right, so then we had a 10 minute conversation explaining how certain positions are pushing a lot of air in. And oh I was just like, gosh. oh, God, I feel like an idiot. Well, that's that's fantastic. I'm glad. I'm glad we had this kindred experience. Yeah. You know, Vart talk on the Vart Megacast. Talk. Vart. Vart I, think talk. I invented the word. Did I invent the V's word? up. Vart I mean, talk. I remember being in grade school doing the president's fitness test and farting on people during sit-ups, oh, but that didn't. That wasn't that embarrassing. Not nearly as cool as the story that you just shared. <laughs> no. If it's quiet, no one knows it happened. Dude, didn't I'm a, I'm looking at a, 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 on Reddit. They did a. Ho- uh oh. What was nonstop new country starting at three thirty? Are we tapping what? into someone else's? That's Deanna in the other room. Whoa, dude. What is going on here? Help us. Look, we're making poems on Valentine's Day together. Whoa. <laughs> just listen in. No, no, it's just I got can, this, can they hear us? I, I don't know why, but like the thing is potted up and we could hear her. Whoa. That was weird. Well, we could I was like, we have another voice. We should prank call other radio stations. It scared me. I was like, are they are they are we on the wolf right now? <laughs> I I used to love this country station, and then I heard these three individuals talking about what they refer to as varts. Pretty sure I know what the vart is. (laughs) Well, I was looking on Reddit, and they had a whole thread about what's the worst place that you've ever farted, and some of them are just incredible. One person says, I was in class, and uh, the topic was the Holocaust. I really had to go to the bathroom, but the teacher was yelling at us that we weren't taking the class serious enough, so I thought it would be a bad time to ask. I tried to release a little bit of the pressure by letting a small fart out. Turned out to be a loud fart. Everyone cracked up. Again, in a class about the Holocaust. Afterwards, the teacher took me aside, but the other kids were uh, high-fiving me, thinking that I did that on purpose. <laughs> well, you know, you need to break the tension, you know, in a, ro- in a room like that, you know? Another person, the worst place I ever farted was during my cousin's wedding. They were giving each other vows, and I thought I was going to be a silent one. I was wrong. It was the mother of all farts, and it happened at the worst time. That actually, it's, it's probably a good omen for the, for the marriage. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of like when a bird like craps on your head, you know, or you know, like, poops on the, you. I, I didn't know that the fart was a, a, a good sign. Uh, we can, can just transmute it right now and make it a good thing. Make make the vart actually the as vart. well. The vart. We'll, we'll make that like a magical like goddess blessing from women to you when you hear it. You have been blessed. Vart life. V club. <laughs> v club. Right. Boom. <laughs> Our life. Would so you guys like a blessing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break when we come back. Uh, you know, speaking of V Life, it's Valentine's Day, and uh, uh, somebody sent us actually something pretty funny a bunch of uh, denied Valentine's Day greeting cards. Nice. All right. All right. We'll get back and we'll come and talk about that and stuff. Live a little. That's what Ted and Steve are going to do. The mega cast will be back. said life was like a box of chocolates you never know what you're going to get every valentine's day millions of americans exchange heart-shaped boxes of chocolates to show how much they care which is where the american institute of assorted chocolates comes in because of our tireless efforts to trick and deceive chocolate lovers never get what they expect think that round little wonder is filled with tasty nougat and caramel nope we actually filled it with an unidentifiable orange paste that also doubles as a dangerous deforesting agent what about that tasty-looking rectangular cube with dark chocolate drizzled on it? Think it's filled with fudge and delicious buttercream? No, we filled it with something that can only be described as something that used to be a cherry. Ditto for the square-shaped one next to it. Only that one contains a raisin with what appears to be a protruding black hair. So this Valentine's Day, be sure to give your Valentine the best. Give them a heart-shaped box of love that bears the stamp of the American Institute of Assorted Chocolates. Where looks aren't only deceiving, they're outright lies. Well, I'm sailing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish Ted and Steve would suck my kiss. The Megacast is back. Hit me, you can't hurt me. 
Still one of my favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper songs right there. That's such a, ugh, I like it. Suck my kiss. Yes. It sounds Not juicy. Bart, just Mwah. kiss. Yes. Mm, I never knew that one to the new originals did it. Are you serious? I swear to God. Oh, have you, so you probably have never heard Blood Sugar Sex Magic, the entire record. No. I should get you a copy of that. I, that is the Chili Peppers at their absolute best. All right. They were firing all cylinders. Rick Rubin was their producer. There's a great movie. Enough said. Yeah, dude. It's big. <laughs> There's great songs. It's powerful. It's it's them. It's Under the Bridge is on there, of course. Right. Give it away. But there's songs, Breaking the Girl. There's a bunch of other songs on there that are just, every song is great on that record. If, if I was going to, if someone's like, hey, what would be the one representative that is the Red Hot Chili Peppers? That record. So I'll, I'll get you a copy. Yeah. Breaking the Girl's a tough one, though. You don't like that? No, and I, I can't even remember why I have that tied to a bad memory. I just do. And every time I Did hear that song... Fart? Maybe it was playing while you were unconscious and being beaten while being unconscious, and it was in the background, and you'll never know. Well, not that bad. You never just you just I, never know about these things. I think I just heard it like on the way home from like a <laughs> like grandma's funeral or something. <laughs> so I just don't like this. Every time I hear it, I can't explain it to you. It just make, I'm just like turn it off. It makes me sad. I think I like my explanation better. You're right. That's funny though because I have like uh, not that I'm a big Dave Matthews Band fan, but that song Crash into Me. Yeah, I hate that song because I remember I just got dumped by a girl in college, and that song came on the radio. Like once I left the the, the apartment that she was in, and I'm like, Ooh, get in the car, turn on the car radio, and that song is playing, and it just like made me want to crash, like made me want to crash into a wall, and I was crying, I was a mess. Every time I hear that song now, it just triggers that like, ah. I hate that. I hate Dave Matthews for that reason. Or just songs that you used to like that someone ruined. That's another one that like. sucks. Or like, say you really, really liked a song, but then someone ruined it for you by being a douche right around the time you were liking that song, and now you associate the song with them being a douche. And every time you hear the song, it's like, well, I used to like the song and rock out to it, but now it just makes me feel like. Do you have an example? Oh God, there are probably I'm... several examples. But like, one thing I actually just to digress is that um, you know how they. Um... <laughs> I like that. Like, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you. I don't want that person to know exactly that song. I do know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. yeah. Like if you listen to like, if you listen to like a band or like watch a show with somebody, and then you break up. Like it, it took it took me a long time to start like watching it's like certain you have to throw shows. Baby out with the bathwater. There. It's like it's like everything goes. It goes like the yeah. songs. You might as well just give them your dresser and your couch. And kids have it easy you know? now. You just delete pictures. You yeah. just have to manually sit there while you're crying and rip them apart. Dude. <laughs> and then and then if you forgot and you went through one, one of those photo albums and you're trying to find a picture. Oh, I got to find that picture I once took with Eminem. And I'm like flipping through a photo album that I had where the picture was in there somewhere. Oh, and there's a picture of me and my ex that broke my heart. And I'm like, why do I have this picture still? And I throw that picture away or I'll throw the whole photo album away. And I realize I threw away the photo album. I had a bunch of really, I had a picture with me and Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Damn it. It's I want part that of your life. Back. Yes. 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 You throw away parts of your life because that person's stuck in there. It's like, well, how do I honor my life? How do I commemorate my life without like reminding myself of that, you know, and stuff? Still to this day, and it's a little bit of an extreme uh, example. I can't. I, I I don't like 311 anymore. I used to be the biggest 311 fan. Saw them in Vermont and other places in New York. I love their music. And then I was dating a girl when I worked at the end, and we were backstage. It was at Deck the Hall Ball, and who does that ex leave me with? Uh, leave me for a member of 311 because they were performing <gasps> at the show, and all of a sudden they just disappeared. I'm like, what the f just happened? Like, yeah, she just left with that guy, and I'm like. How do I handle this? And I wish I still had the audio. I uh, like not that long after that, or maybe a little over a year after that, I interviewed the guy in 311 and told him the story. Wow! And it was very awkward. And what did he say? I always forget. What did he say? Oh, something like no. Well, there was there was another story with Nickelback where like he I, and I'm like, you should let me play drums. He's like, oh, I'm not gonna let you do that, but I'm really sorry that that happened or something along those lines. But like, and she didn't even go hook up with him. She just went with her friend to go on their bus because her friend wanted to meet them and. That was a whole other story. I don't want to bore you guys. But uh, but the 311 one, I mean, he was just like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. I mean, you're a not dude. Not your fault. Yeah, you're you a dude. You probably didn't even know. No. Yeah. It's not like she came up to him and said, hey, I'm with this other guy, and I'm going to completely wreck him by leaving with you. Are you cool with that? 
Yeah. She, yeah. She just. She wouldn't have said that. I, no, she had too much respect. Both for the of you probably were just like none the wiser. You yeah. Know? So I mean, so, I, God damn, I know I've heard this story, but God, that is brutal. I, I would do anything to find that audio of that interview because I I did have a, it was like a brief moment at the end like and I don't have any issues towards Three Eleven as a band, but I just can't listen yeah. to them. Because, no, yeah. No, hell no. I don't think right. I want to listen to them right. anymore. No, it's like a beautiful disaster, man. I'm gonna have to go home and throw out all my CDs. Poisonous All zero music. of them. All's right, all of them. <laughs> On that beautiful note, it's Valentine's Happy Day. Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Any big plans? Well, that was my question to y'all. All right, is this weird? But like, we're going to do something Friday night. Oh, yeah. no, that makes sense. It's and I'm going to go Wednesday. home. I've got flowers, a card. But I have wrestling class tonight. Is it disrespectful for me to go to wrestling class tonight? When I know, I mean, we have a night plan for Valentine's no. Day. But would I be in the doghouse if I still go to... I mean, we've been married for seven years. Is this even right? If it was me, I'd fine. say no. I mean, some people yeah. might, but like I, I think you're doing something. And by the way, it's a Hallmark holiday, I people, agree. right? And my wife, but, isn't, she's not like obsessed with Valentine's Day. But it's you're doing like something. Deal. It's 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 almost okay. like, I see, I'm born on Christmas. Do you think anyone celebrates my birthday on Christmas? You know I what do. I mean? I will this year. Yeah, because I'm like feminist Jesus, but you know... Well, minus Chris, the beard. <laughs> I get wasted on Christmas Eve. It's my birthday. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I, like for, for someone like me who's used to like never getting to celebrate on the day of... like, if Ted's someone, more like feminist Moses. Yeah. You, yeah. Can, be, you can... Yeah, you can be... Yes. Wait a minute. Moses now I have Jesus. to split the Red Sea? Yes. This seems dangerous. And well, you, you can to get, talk and, to and a burning bush. And you have to keep bush. women's best interests in mind, too, if you're feminist Moses. Yeah. You have to deal with our burning bushes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hear there's medication for that. <laughs> I know a good medication. So I have two things for Valentine's Day. Number one, I'm going to Nike Town to buy two new pairs of Air Maxes because I like nice. Air Maxes. Self-loving. <laughs> number two. Well, plus I'm going back east next week, so I got a stunt on my buddy with fresher kicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing, dude. I know I'm going to hang out with DV and see Earn. Like I gotta have fresh kicks. I only understood about thirty percent of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> But we're curious to hear more. And then number two is, just for anybody, any dude, and I've been there a hundred times, it's like in a newer relationship, and she says she doesn't care. If you're listening to my voice, buy a card. At, at, at least. Minimum. At, at minimum. Least. Like, I know, and I'm yeah. sure she probably does a deep, but like, you got to get at least a card, dude. You got to get something. It's $5, and, and it's going to save you so much aggravation. Yeah, because yeah. I did it one year. You didn't get anything? No. Oh, jeez. And, then, and, and, and you're not, clearly not with this person anymore? No. And it was horrible. And I was like, but you said you didn't want anything. And I found that excuse is, like, doesn't work. We want you to be inspired on your own. It's like, well, if you want something, ask us. It's like, well... But don't but tell we, us not to. Yeah. Well, that that's no that's no good. But, but what she could say is, if she wanted to be subtle about it, she'd be like, you know what? Whatever you want. You know, I mean, whatever, you know, I don't, I don't mind either, you know... Blah blah blah. You know, just you know, if she's vague, she's probably wants you to. She can at least just say, out. "Hey, don't go broke on me on on this day," and then yeah. just leave it at that. That way, it's like, yeah. "Hey, spend money on me, but don't don't or go spend, broke or spend consideration and time." You know, like even if you're not spending money, you know, just time and care is really we we just want to feel like as women, we just want to feel like we're the most important thing to you. We want to we want to believe that that we are like number one, you yeah. know, and if we don't believe that, if we think that your behavior indicates that we're not a priority oh, we will make your life hell for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And like I've learned over the years, like you can do something simple, like go to the mall, go to the Godiva chocolate store, get six strawberries. Right. Or <laughs> like get her favorite simple. bag of chips, whatever it yeah. is, you know, you can even get some like just simple flowers. You could go to like Pike Place, really. I mean, obviously, I was yeah. doing the whole pro flowers thing and that was part of my whole thing. It's like, just get some flowers, man. It's a no. It's a, it's a safe bet. No one's going to be mad at flowers. Like no one's going to be like, take the flowers and hit you in the head with it or something like that. Or it's like pick them along the roadsides. That's what Axe Murderer did mm. for me on one of our for before one of our dates. I have a feeling that he might then take them before from like a, a date. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he well, he went and picked flowers by by like the roadsides, which I found infinitely like cuter because, you know, I mean, it was just it's just so it was what just if so he grabbed romantic. them from a gravesite? Would that be that's weird? cool with me? I'm cool with that. <laughs> you know, they're dead. I will say <laughs> they this. can't enjoy them. The other thing about flowers too is like <laughs> everybody garden. gets them on Valentine's Day, but once in a while, not because you're in an argument, not because you did something wrong. Like just send her flowers too, dude. I've had you don't have happen. to send them all the time, but I'm just like once in a while, it's just. Just be nice. I do that every once in a while. And I've always said before, just go like to a Safeway or wherever it may be, 
And you could get a ridiculously nice setup. Like if you pick a couple things out and say, hey, could you arrange this and put it together for me? Throw a little baby's breath in there. Right. 30 bucks. It's great. And I've done that before, but it's always awkward when you're leaving the, the store. Every woman's like, oh, who's the lucky lady? Or what did you do wrong? And I'm like, I did nothing wrong. And you're damn right she's lucky. It's like, I'm going to my mother's funeral. Leave me alone. Right. One right? woman, one of the cashiers, every one time, she's like, I wish I, I wish I had a man like you. Like, guilting me. I'm like, I'm like, sorry. Do, do we need to like go out on a date to make you feel better now? Like, I like, almost want to be like, you know what? Just keep them. I'll go get another set. I'll go to the other store. Well, I mean, look, just dudes, we Get just don't cactus, do it. Walk out of the store with a cactus. You know, I think those like live for a while. You know, some people like uh, don't want like cut flowers because you know they're dying flowers or decapitated, murdered flowers. And if you have one of those ladies, um, which is how I used to be, actually, I'd be like, "Get a potted." <laughs> oh, you were a real treat. Well, no, I mean that's yeah, rough. I'm just, Here's I'm like, your bouquet of flowers. You brought me death. <laughs> they're but they're dying. dying. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been like that. I have. But... Good to see you, Juliet. <laughs> Just give me a potted cactus that will live a long time. Minimal maintenance. Well, then um, here's a good question. So, you know, we do a segment sometimes called Should I Be Mad? Somebody all right, all messaged right. us. Actually, I got the email today and they said, I love the Megacast. Been loving Juliet on the Megacast. Oh, How about that? Nice. Thank you. And she's like, but I want to know if I should be mad about this. I bought my bo- boyfriend an iPhone for Valentine's Day. I gave it to him before he left for work. He didn't care for it. He actually said, quote, I'm not an Apple guy. It was awkward. And I just kind of looked at him, and he looked at me. I didn't know what to say, so he had this confused look on his face. He also added that I should have asked him, since it was so expensive, should I be mad at him? Should we all go around the circle and give our replies? Yes. Why don't you go first? Yeah, I think you should be mad at him. I mean, he could tell you a lot more tactful afterwards and be like, look, this is too much. I'm not really, I played around with it. I just, I'm not really phone the way it is. I think it's just a waste of your money. Why don't we bring it back? Blah, 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 blah. I think you could do it tactfully and not keep the phone, but it sounds like he kind of just came off like a dick. Mm-hmm. Well, what if he's like me and talks how much about he's not in the Apple cult? And she was like, here, I got you an Apple phone. So oh, you're saying, true. no, she shouldn't be mad in this case. I don't know. It's tough. I don't know how long they've been dating. How well does she know him? Yeah, I'm like, right. is, this, is this a three-month-long relationship, or is this a couple of years in? Or right, what is if this is just a few months in, I'd be like, oh my God, this is so nice. Like, I ain't gonna lie. She spent more on her boyfriend than my wife has spent my entire marriage. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like, that is Valentine's a great Day. gift. Yeah. So you're saying I've it never, depends. I've never, I've never it gotten, depends. My wife has never given me a gift. She gives me a card, and I don't want more than that. I'm not, I'm not complaining, but like, we don't do big gifts for Valentine's Day. It seems yeah. a little ridiculous. Hmm. Well, I mean, I yeah. see where both of you are coming from, and, and I can actually speak to this. To, to this, um, What's her name again? We don't have her name. Where is her name? Margaret. Margaret. Okay, so because I have experience being a complete ass and actually <laughs> being a guy like this, because I can be insensitive. Um, I used to be married, and sometimes... What? Uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't tell you guys. I'm divorced. Um, <laughs> yeah, I used stuff? to be married. No. My ex-husband's a great guy, you know, and and I was pretty hard on him sometimes. Sometimes he'd get me like I can I kind of remember times when he would get me a gift and I would criticize the gift. And I looking back on my former self, that's 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 behavior, you know, Mm -hmm. like so. So I can admit. (laughs) Yeah. And we were married. So, So so I will say, like, it doesn't matter if you're with this guy for three months or you're married to him. Um if he's just being ungrateful, that's something to just address. Because, like, when I acted like that, when I was ungrateful, when I said, hey, that was really expensive. Why did you spend so much money? You know, we're trying to save money. Um, you know, I don't even really want that thing. Or however he said it, it's, it is, I mean, I can see where he's coming from because I used to be a tight ass like this and I used to be critical like this. And and it's not coming from a good place, you know, and it's he's he's not not self-aware. And now that I'm more self-aware than I used to be, I, I'm just, yeah, it's, 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 uh, he, he's, he's digging himself a hole with his words and he doesn't understand like, you know, how kind hearted you've been. So it's, it's worth confronting for sure. And, and only people who are unconscious say stuff like that. I don't think he was trying to hurt you. Um, I just Mm -hmm. think that he, um, is really just being selfish because, and, and self-centered and yeah. And that's how I was being when I was like that. Can I change my answer now? Yeah, go. (laughs) She should be mad. That guy's an a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> David Juliet, you explained that really well. Yeah. <laughs> you really broke that yeah, down. Yeah, I was like, all right, you're right. Yeah, I was she married. She take that iPhone and shove it up as you know where. Yeah. Could there be a nice way of turn saying, like, great. thanks a, for the iPhone. Sure. This is a great gift. I'm just not there into is, it. There is. There is. And, and, like, because I was, I said mean things like this when I was married, you know, um, or unconscious, ungrateful things. 
if I had to go back and say, hey, you know, you bought me this really expensive watch, which I, you know, really ultimately love, for example, you know, um, there, there's a better way to be like, wow, I really, really love this. Can we afford this? You know, or yeah. like, yeah. or hey, I really, really love this. Um, and then maybe later be like, hey, you know, I was really, uh, do you think it would be too much trouble to exchange this for like an Android? I mean, uh, I really love that you spent all this money on me, but, you know, do you think it would be better, like, I can send, if she had, you know, maybe she bought him the iPhone because they can both have iPhones and they don't have to have those broken up text message interchanges. I don't know if you've ever tried to communicate with someone. You know what I'm saying? You get, <laughs> like, 5,000. put into this. But, yeah, like, okay, I, I, have an, I have an iPhone and, and my boyfriend has, like, an Android and when I send him a text message, it gets broken up into 10 texts because, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's pretty yeah. irritating. So maybe that was her intention. But, but anyway, there's, there's, there's nice ways to tiptoe around this and I just know that there's an insensitive way to do it. There's an ungrateful way to do it and i am a pro at being insensitive and ungrateful i'm just telling you yes address it and before we go because i did mention it uh i did want to give jeffrey his, his his due his his moment in the sun of mega fat mega, mega fast mega cats family member uh he came up with a bunch of uh uh ideas for future greeting cards for valentine's Ooh, day do it. all right all right so i thought these would be pretty Ooh. good all right here's his first idea <laughs> darling i love you i'll never get rid of you but I would like some relief from this nagging chlamydia. <laughs> Seems like it'll be a good one for Beautiful. Hallmark. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So far, we're okay. He's gonna need about a week of antibiotics, there, brother. How about this one for Valentine's Day? I know you'd love a new Beamer. I hope you settle for a hot Cleveland steamer. <laughs> Getting it, Juliet's liking this. You know, this should be at Spencer's gifts. Do you know what I'm you saying? What? I bet. Why aren't they getting hired by Spencer's? He should get these made. Yeah. How about this one? I love the way you are. But I wouldn't complain if you got a huge boob job. That doesn't even rhyme. It doesn't. So that, 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 R that and job. Fail. All right, so far, Fails. two for three. He's got to be clever and cute. You know what I mean? All right, how about this? I barely had time to get you this card because I was busy burying hookers in my backyard. There we go. See, <laughs> that, that rhymes. <laughs> Since I met you, I'm happy as I can be, even though you gave me hepatitis C. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite. Your love has swooped me up like some kind of twister, which is why I got confused and nailed your sister. <gasps> Ooh, it's, I, I like rhymes, though, you know. I, you like them all except for the one that well, rhymed. I think, rhyme. I think it should be at a Spencer's gift shop card selection stand. Leave that you music up I mean? for a second, Steve. Girl, I love you. Why don't you move into my place so I can blank on your face? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Now I feel like I have to come up with something creative. <laughs> By the way, is it also not hard to like move your hips when you hear music like this? I know, right? Right, you just kind of want to be like... Someone turned the lights off. Maybe we should all go around with our own card ideas. Like, I'd be like, why don't you come home and do things for me, and then I'll be happy, and maybe we'll be too, and... Happy Valentine's Day. It's something really, see, I'm really not but very nice. That's really nice. I thought you were going to throw in that we could I bow. Know. I was like, okay, <laughs> mine would be, bitch, I know. No, We've I'm been just together being forever. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd be interested in a threesome with this hooker named Heather. <laughs> oh, the, see, okay, great. You already Why got her picked out. Classy. You guys are better wordsmiths than me. Like, I, I take a long time to come up with my wordsmithing, you know, my writing. <laughs> That's brilliant. All right, next year, Valentine's Day, <laughs> you got to have some ready. I have to write this ahead of time. I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to think of something interesting. Yeah, I came up with something completely and thoroughly uninteresting for you guys. You the most impressive My- thing about you is your class. But honestly, I just love that ass. <laughs> Beautiful. Get another wish, one. I wish people could see Ted's face. <laughs> big bug eyes on that one. No, can you do another one? Can, oh, you, can, you, can you keep spitting them out like a rapper? Uh, Go. Right. Okay, or, or Steve, if you want to chime in with a rhyme. See, I'm just feeling uncreative right now, so I just want you all to think of think of it. All right. Something um, that rhymes with Bart might be good. I love you so much. You're my favorite chick. Now get on the knees. Oh. <laughs> Okay, okay. See, I like your mind's working. Now. There, you we finished it. there we go. There we go. All right, let's it. let's All pick right. a keyword. So 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 something, baby. And something. Uh, okay, hold on. Um. No, I can't. I can't make something rhyme with Bart for me. I love you so much. I've given you my heart. And then. I don't even mind that you vart. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There we go. You know, we should get going. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the clock, Ted, you for your work. I know, I know. So, should we get uh, We got 25 seconds? Why don't we get 10 to this? Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, Mega Family. Happy Valentine's Day. Let's do this. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, we can roll one.
Valentine's Day mix. Oh, no sexual healing. I'm just uh, winded because I've worked out, not for any other reason. Happy Valentine's Day. You can follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Uh, Juliet Frette, F R E T T E. Yes. On Twitter at Juliet Frette, JulietFrette.com. Indeed. Nice. nice. Jinx. Buy me a Coke. All right, you owe me a Miller Lite. <laughs> Somehow you won in that situation. <laughs> Thank you, and uh, happy Valentine's, everybody. Make sure you buy something. I'll say buy her that card. And if you need uh, suggestions, use some of those nice notes that our Megacast family member wrote. Yeah, and if it's a new relationship, do not use those. Yeah. You don't know her that well yet, bro. I say three years in, totally fine. That's when it's joke time. Yeah. Yeah, and enjoy your new phones. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time.